1: Week seven, already week seven. You can say that every week. I can't believe it's week seven. I can't believe it's week eight. I can't believe it's not butter. All right, let's get into
0: it. I remember that commercial. 15
1: point. And I do too. I'm thinking, do they still even make that stuff?
0: Here we are. Week eight. Can't believe it's week eight. Can't believe it's week eight. Not even the halfway point of this year, though. Not even at the halfway. We're still a little ways away. But at least this year, with 17 games. Right. But
1: 18 weeks, we got nine and nine. So next week is the clear halfway point of the season. We'll have nine and then another nine. Nine plus nine equals 18. Even Chris can figure that one out. It is the PFTPM. Chris Sims Unbuttoned Joint Mega Picks Podcast Collaboration. Not sponsored by Fabio, and I can't believe it's not butter. I did not know that Fabio had a I can't believe it's not butter gig. I don't know when that's from. I I don't don't know know whether or not they still make it. The folks at Under Armour sponsor Chris Sims Unbuttoned. Yes, they, they do. They do still make I Can't Believe It's Not Butter, and I can believe I won't be buying it. I would rather have butter. Right. You know, there was a time when margarine was better for you than butter. Then it's no way butter's better for you than margarine, so I just eat butter until they tell me margarine's better for you than butter or whatever else they come up with next. For now, I'm, with I'm sticking you. with butter, Chris.
0: I'm butter, whole milk, whatever. Like, fat's good for you. Like, I I just, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't care, and yeah. I don't. I don't even. What, what was in? I can't believe it's not butter. That was margarine. that what it was. I mean, I, I, because not I know not butter, not butter. Ingredients,
1: not butter. You can't mess with butter. <laughs> it's
0: undefeated. It's it's amazing. I love me some butter. You, you, you can't go wrong on butter in anything. I mean, it really is awesome. I love it. They finally figured out that anything that had
1: partially hydrogenated oil of any kind was extra bad for you. So that was when the pendulum went back to butter. So you don't have to tell me twice to eat butter and not anything else. Okay, Uh, here we go. And, oh, Chris, it's not looking good for you, pal. You got some ground to make up. Last week was not good because we disagreed on three games, and it was a sweep. I had the broom out, pushing it around all over the place. Um, and for the season, I now have a seven-game lead that can disappear very quickly, very quickly. I've got a four-game lead against the spread. Best bets, we are even because we both sucked last week at one and two, and it all came down to Monday night. You picked the Saints to cover; they I, didn't. Yeah, I mean, and I picked
0: the game to go over, and it wasn't even close. Well, no, and, and I picked a low-scoring game. I, I just, I'm, I'm I, I mean, listen, you know, that's gambling. There, I, I, I don't feel that bad. That pissed me off. I didn't win that freaking game okay because the Saints dominated my brain was in the right place there I mean it was it was one play by the Seahawks the whole freaking night I'm, I'm still pissed off about that um, I'm freaking embarrassed about my performance last week I really am overthinking too much trying to go out on a limb a little too much to catch up to you and that's where you get your ass in trouble all right so Damn, I am really am. I'm pissed off. I mean, I, I did not like that showing. Last year, I was incredible and straight up. I'm not even doing good and straight up. I mean, that's embarrassing. I mean, I, I think Pete will test a test. I had a strong year last year, uh, straight up, like as good as anybody there is. This year, I'm crapola and I'm pissed and I'm coming for your ass right now. Here we go.
1: All right, let's get to it. 15 games this week, which is odd. There were only 13 last week, only two teams on by this week, so we got a lot to get to, and it starts on Thursday night. Green Bay Packers at the Arizona Cardinals. Anybody out there who watched PFT Live on Thursday knows Chris is leaning heavily toward the Cardinals, and thank you for watching PFT Live and this as well. Uh Chris, time to make the final decision. Where are you going well, Thursday I'm, night?
0: Packers Cardinals. I'm still staying with the Cardinals. I am, you know, again, I, I of course, respect the Packers and I know how dangerous they are with Aaron Rodgers. I mean, come on, you know, nobody defends him and loves him more than I do. I can't wait to watch him tonight, but man, even with a healthy Devonte Adams, I feel like they were overmatched in this football game. So he's not there. Alan Lazard, not there. You know, you heard me say a lot today, like the Packers are good. We know that. I'm holding this conversation to Packers in the Super Bowl conversation type of, you know, bar we're setting here. Out of all the teams I look at that are legit Super Bowl contenders in the NFC, to me, the Packers have the least amount of talent. They execute. They don't make mistakes. They wait for you to make your mistake. And that's how they kind of gain a possession and win the game that way. They never stopped Washington last week. Not one time, as I discussed on the show today. Washington never punted. They screwed up a lot of situations in the red zone. I'm going Cardinals 31-23. They're well coached. They execute. And they have more talent, period. Here we go, Arizona.
1: And, by the way, the Cardinals, according to the PointsBet Sportsbook, and as always, all odds provided by PointsBet, six-and-a-half-point favorites in the over-under of 50.5. So you have the Cardinals winning and covering that six-and-a-half-point spread. That's a big spread, and I'm sure it's influenced by the fact that there'll be no Devontae Adams and no Alan Lazard for the Green Bay Packers, but they still have Aaron Rodgers, and I think... That this is going to be an Aaron Rodgers night, and I think that you are going to, when we do this next Thursday, say, I can't believe I doubted my hero, the best quarterback I've ever seen right. in my life. Right. I can't believe you're doing it because maybe it's just a contact high from being around you for the last four years. But I'm all in with what Aaron Rodgers can do in a setting like this when everyone is watching. He doesn't know how many more games like this he's going to have. This has a playoff feel to it. If they want to win in the playoffs, this is the kind of game they have to win. It is bigger than the average random Beat this team. Beat that team. This is an undefeated team, the last undefeated team in football. This is an opportunity for the Packers to make a statement, and the degree of difficulty is higher. I think Aaron Rodgers is going to be more locked in. I see it being 23-21 late, and taking them down the field and getting a touchdown. Not even letting it come down to Mason Crosby shanking one left or right. They're going to score the touchdown and win 28-23. That's my pick.
0: Go Pack! Go. Yes. I didn't even go try to find a cheese go. head. Here we go. I need I a cheese it. head. It's Somebody send start. me a cheese head. The comeback starts this week. Here we go. It's odd that, like, you know, I'm going against my favorite player and you're kind of going against your favorite player in this matchup. This is all messed up. Uh, but either way, okay, good. I like it. Hey, listen, the one thing we talked about a little today that I do think it's a real thing for. The Packers to maybe win is the fact that yeah now there is a little bit of the unexpected as far as what to expect out of the Green Bay offense when you do have Devonte Adams in there you know yeah okay we you know you got a little feel for how they're going to attack you know now there is that angle so uh, either way I know we're both pumped to watch this game tonight that's for sure
1: expect the unexpected we'll see watch we'll probably disagree on no other games for the rest of the week but at least we disagree on the first one let's go to one o'clock eastern on sunday carolina panthers atlanta falcons panthers started three and they're now three and four falcons three and three better than what you would think they would be they're playing the game in atlanta atlanta is a three-point
0: favorite over under a 46 chris does the home team win yeah i'm going with the home team here I, i mean i just can't pick carolina anymore i can't do it you know, I, I mean, I, I did a long breakdown on my podcast this week. I've talked about how Joe Brady, you know, people have caught up to the Joe Brady offense a little bit, but damn, I mean, Sam Darnold's just not playing well either, period. I mean, if anybody wants to see the examples, go watch Chris Sims unbutton Button uh, from my Wednesday podcast and what the fuck happened Wednesdays, right? That was, oh yeah, boom, we're here, but... The, the, I mean, Is that what you call it? Yeah, that's what it's called, right? That's the name of the podcast, right? It's a good one. It's a good title. No, I
1: thought you called it WTF Wednesday. Nah. I didn't know that you actually nah. went
0: Marshawn Lynch you with You know it. it. That's right. that's right. I got the green light there. But uh, I, I don't trust Sam Darnold at all. Hey, I still think the Panthers' defense is good. I do. I think they can give Matt Ryan and company some issues. But at the end of the day, uh, I, I and I think you'll get a last-ditch effort from the Panthers here but I'm still going to pick Matt Ryan at home, you know, and that offense to just put up a few more points. I'm going 23. Ooh, okay. Hold on. I got it right on. Can't the go spread. 20. Yeah. Can't okay. Go 20. I'll go. Hmm. I'll go 24, 24 20. 20, 24, 20 yeah, no, Atlanta.
1: I got 30, 24 Atlanta. I'm, I'm counting on some more points. Just kind of a pasta and meatballs gut feeling. Uh, I, I I suspect that the Falcons are in a better position to score more points than the Panthers. I agree with you. The the Joe Brady offense not getting it done the way it was earlier this year. They haven't stayed ahead of the curve. They've got the distraction about the Sam Darnold benching, the chatter about Deshaun Watson. They're trying to put the toothpaste back in the tube on that. This is a team that is free-falling unexpectedly after starting 3-0, and and I think the Falcons will increase that skid to five losses in a row for the Carolina panthers who are falling apart right now and the shine really has diminished for matt rule who was looking like he was going to be a great nfl coach and still may be but not right now all right next game we probably don't need to spend a lot of time on it because the bills are going to kick the crap out of the dolphins i assume we both believe yeah bills at home coming off the bye 13.5-point favorites, and also salty because of losing to the Titans over under 49.5. How bad is this one going to be?
0: Well, I mean, listen, the the Bills on a bad day score 30 points. I mean, so that's like, okay, they're going to score 30. I mean, it's just a bad day. It's like, oh, yeah, they were off today. They scored 31. They scored 28. I mean, that's really what it's come down to. So, yeah, I have not a lot of faith in the Miami football team right now. I mean, what's shocking, the defense has just even given up too many big plays at this point. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think that of course, Buffalo is going to move the ball, make a lot of plays on that side of the ball. The other side is Tua and company have been okay. They've been good on offense the last few weeks, but I still think it's just a little too predictable. That's to me, they're going to be the bottom line to where I think they'll struggle this week up in Buffalo. And it is a little cooler up here in the Northeast here. Finally, we finally have hit fall. Um, and I just look at that and just go, no way the dolphins and if you break down the dolphins. Look, just, you know, again, people out there watch the game this week. Uh, Every play is down the middle to Waddle and Gasecki. You don't think Sean McDermott is going to not see that? 35-17 Bills, um, they win this one easy. 34-13 is my score, and I
1: think by Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern, the phrase Tua is our quarterback will morph into Tua was our quarterback. I think they're going to end up with Deshaun Watson if they don't do the deal by then. I think at this point it makes sense as of Thursday to just do the transaction after the Sunday games because it would be a major distraction this late in the week. I thought it was going to happen Tuesday. Once you get past Wednesday, there's no reason to do it until after this weekend's games. Not that it's going to help the Dolphins because I think they're going to get blown out by the Buffalo Bills. All right. 49ers, three and a half point favorites at Soldier Field, a homecoming for Jimmy Garoppolo, the over under 39.5, the lowest of the week. Do the 49ers end their four-game losing streak, Christopher?
0: I'm going to say yes, they do. I, I do think it's going to be low-scoring. I don't think it'll be pretty. You know, I'm going to go 49ers 20 to 10. I'm sitting here looking at the over/under and going, I, the under like speaks to me a little bit. The Bears' defense is still good. It is. You know, and I, I do think again the 49ers. There's not a great passing game to talk of. You know they don't throw the ball outside the numbers and down the field like you've heard me talk about. Run game is good. We know that. No doubt about it. And I know Khalil Mack's not there, so that certainly plays in the 49ers' favor. But uh, I don't think they're going to be able to move the ball up and down the field in this Bears defense. And then ultimately, had hey, the 49ers defense still got a lot of respect for them. And I mean, what I don't have any respect for the Bears offense. You know, I mean, last week was an absolute debacle, an embarrassment. An embarrassment to what they even the position they put Justin Fields in. It's just horrible. It's, I think, the worst offense in football, and that's why I'm going to go 49ers 20-10 to 10 in this one.
1: I've got 27-21, higher scoring, 49ers win, 49ers cover. I just checked the forecast for Sunday. 6% chance of rain, sunny, 59 is the high. Great fall First football fall day, day yeah. in Chicago. Yeah. I don't think weather will be an issue at all. Based upon that forecast, so I like more points than thirty-nine and a half. I don't know that I'm going to mess around with over/under again for a best bet. That's for damn sure. I try it once or twice a year and get burned by it, and then swear it <laughs> off for good. But I'll take the 49ers to win this and get back on track. You know, the, the the Bears' record at three and five is going to better reflect kind of where they are, and the 49ers they need this one because they've got Rams, Cardinals coming up. Yeah. After after this game against the Bears, so they, they better start winning yeah, they some games this, or it's, it's going to fall apart.
0: Right, exactly yep. right. No doubt about it.
1: Steelers at the Browns. Steelers coming off of their bye. The Browns had a mini bye because they played last Thursday night. Browns are three-and-a-half-point favorites at home against the Steelers. First time they have encountered each other since the playoff thumping that the Browns administered in Pittsburgh last year. That was the Browns' is the Browns game. The over-under is 42.5. Who do you like in this one? I have a, I have a feeling we may disagree on this one.
0: Okay. Well, that, uh, I mean, hey, I like the Browns. I do. I'm going Browns 21-17. Uh, I think my big thing is, again, I just don't have the faith in the Pittsburgh Steelers offense quite yet. And even though the Browns defense, you know, isn't been awesome in every game, it is still talented. As we talk about, they got difference makers on the defensive line. Uh, I don't know if Pittsburgh's going to be able to consistently run the ball on Cleveland or anything that way. And of course I think the Browns will be able to get a little pressure on big Ben, you know, in, in Cleveland, uh, I just think this is a week where Big Ben will do one or two dumb things and hurt the football team. And then on the other side, that's the marquee matchup, the Browns' offense versus the Steelers' defense. We know those are two really good units. And, I, you know, again, I'm, I'm going with the Browns there. I think the Browns have the best offensive line in football, the best run game design in football. Mike, here's one thing I, like, I've been wanting to say. Like, the Browns, I wish they would you – know, when they run the ball, two tight ends, and they got, you know – fake reverses and speed sweeps and pulling guards and all that. I mean, they're almost unstoppable. I I want to be like, hey, just be the modern-day Nebraska on offense. You know, just forget empty formations or anything like that. Always some sort of sort – of, even if you're going to throw it, have some sort of play action or boot fake to go along with it. I love that part of their offense. I'm going Browns 21-17 at home. I think they're going to pull it off.
1: And they're hopeful to have Nick Chubb back this weekend, but they were fine with Dearness Johnson, who showed great vision and burst and yeah, speed right. in that 146-yard performance, especially that final drive where they cemented the game. But, you know, that game was closer against the Broncos than it should have been. And it definitely gave me a little concern I agree. going into this one. They should have dominated you know, that game. I agree. Go ahead. Yeah, and I don't know if Baker Mayfield's going to play or not. Right. Even if he does, he's impaired. He's not 100%. The Steelers had a week to rest. And Ben Roethlisberger is never going to be healthier than he is right now. The rest of the season, I don't know how it's going to go. But this is one where think about how pissed off the Steelers are about what happened to them in the postseason. And it's, I hate using the word revenge in this setting because the Browns just did their jobs. But the Steelers grossly failed to do their jobs against the Cleveland Browns. And what did it for me... Beyond the fact that the Steelers had time to get healthy and they do have a very good defense and I think they'll be able to hold the Browns offense in check just enough for the Steelers to find a way to steal some points. I did not mean that pun. That's way too easy. Not that I would reject an easy pun. But when Mike Tomlin... Got pissed off on Tuesday. That just gave me an idea of what his mindset is this week. And I think back to leading into week one when we should have saw what was coming in Buffalo and no one saw it coming. I just think Tomlin is going to have these guys ready to go out there and kick some ass. 27-24. Not that they're able to blow anyone out, but they need to kick ass just to squeeze out a win against a better team. And I think they will. I like the Steelers in this one.
0: Hey, one thing that jumped out about that last matchup with the Steelers, what we saw, just a quick thing, and and your points are valid. I I hear you there. Definitely some things that scare me for sure. Is just the fact of uh, Pittsburgh, the way they couldn't stop Seattle's run in the second half. Pittsburgh doesn't have enough depth in their front seven. That's, that's ultimately what made me just go, you know what, I'm going to pick the Browns. I'm just a little scared of that. But your points are real, and Pittsburgh is going to be pissed off, and the Mike Tomlin thing is going to make him pissed off, which is even going to filter down to the rest of the team to add a little more pissed-offness to their team. So I, I hear that point for sure. All right, we'll see how that one goes. That's our second
1: disagreement of the week. Yeah. The Eagles, three and a half point favorites at Ford Field against the Lions, who are desperate to get a win over under 48. The Eagles, two and five, and they have not looked good lately. Is this the week, Chris, that Dan Campbell gets his first win as an NFL head coach and Jared Goff gets
0: his first win ever with a head coach other than Sean McVay? I'm tempted. I really am. Like, I, I really sat here and went, man, I I could see this being the week. I could. You know, I, I don't have a lot of faith in the Eagles' offense. I mean, Detroit's coached pretty well on both sides of the ball. They're just missing players. I don't come away ever watch it from watching Detroit and go, man, they're poorly coached. They're stupid. That was a stupid game plan. No. Uh, on both sides of the ball, almost every week the whole year, I've gone – they really – play almost to their maximum, but there's just not enough playmakers across the board. You know, I could see them giving the Eagles offense some issues, certainly, and I think they'll have moments of moving the ball a little bit, but like ultimately lack of playmakers plus Jared Goff means not winning a game. I don't know. That's just, I can't do it until I see it. Uh, And and the Eagles, I got to think they're a little pissed off and embarrassed by the way they played last week. They got to change the style of defense a little. I got respect for the way they put a lot of pressure on their front and they play pass defense almost all game. But you can't just sit there and play a slow death and let a quarterback throw six yard pass, seven yard pass, six yard pass. I mean, they didn't do anything to Derek Carr last week. So, but I'm still going to go Eagles 24-20 in this one because I don't think the Lions can do what Derek Carr and the Raiders did last week. I... Oh, I'm going Lions. I'm going baby. Lions. here we go. baby. Here we go. I'm going to make a three game switch this week. Here we go.
1: <laughs> or, or, or it's going to become insurmountable. That's the other side of the coin. Here. What? I do not even think about that. Or you're going to be done. <laughs> uh. Look. I love the attitude we saw last week from the Lions throwing everything they could at the Rams. I think they gained some confidence in themselves. Sure. They have to be looking ahead at their schedule, realizing there aren't many W's lurking, so they better get one while they can. And frankly, the more I hear from Dan Campbell, the more I like him. Uh Uh-huh. The more I hear from Nick Sirianni... Uh All due respect, and I know that that's the kiss of death, but the more I hear from Nick Sirianni, the uh, more I wonder what in the fuck the Eagles yes! are thinking. Woo! We're having a great show today. Sorry. Best pod ever we've Sorry. had. Yes, this is
0: awesome. <laughs> but, uh,
1: Pete's very distressed now that I said that, but it's the truth. So this is it, man. This is it. If, if they want to keep the 2008 Lions from eventually celebrating the fact that the 2021 Lions have superseded the accomplishments of that 2018 that went 0-16, this is your chance. This is your time. 24-16 Lions win and Jared Goff stops his streak at 0-14 wow. of losses
0: with a coach not named Sean McVay, that's a blowout right there. 24 to 16. Woo, baby. That is going to be good. Come on. Eagles fly. Eagles fly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the other thing I was going to say, I mean, first off, the, your, I mean the Nick Sirianni thing, I got to think he communicates a little bit better, maybe in more comfortable situations. I hope. I hope. I hope. I hope. Right. I know I've been around like I was around George W. Bush. I was fortunate to be around him a lot in my life. In small settings, he was a phenomenal communicator. For some reason, when he got in front of a microphone, he didn't sound that smart. It was, it was odd. I mean, it really was. If it was you, me, and George Bush, you'd be like, Dan, that's a smooth one of the smoothest dudes I've ever met. He's awesome. And then he'd get around a bunch of people and you'd go, wait, where the hell did that guy just go? Uh, so maybe that's it but I mean was that that was yesterday was that with the flower and the bloom and the roots and gonna plant and we're coming out here I've to tried water? to wipe it out of my memory <laughs> we're, gonna I don't water, know. we're gonna water it and you know oh we we had some good uh Billy Madison uh comments uh in our text chain off of that yesterday that was fun <laughs> fool me once shame on fool me
1: can't fool Shame me again on you. <laughs> fool me can't fool me again all right the rams going to houston the biggest spread of the week what a shock every texans game yeah, this right, year right. is going to entail the biggest spread of the week the rams 14 and a half point favorites at reliance Stadium, over under forty seven and a half Chris, do the Rams cover they they let me down last week against the lions, yeah, I had them as one of my best bets. Do they get it done this week? yeah,
0: well, you got unfortunate. I mean literally Dan Campbell brought out the kitchen and sink for that one, and that 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 kind of screwed you. They just kept possession of the ball with all those damn fake punts and And field goals, that screwed your bet. Your bet was in the right place. I mean, so that's what sucks about betting. But, yeah, I'm going with them covering the spread. I mean, it's the same story every week with the Texans. You know, the defense isn't bad. They'll keep the game and hang around for a little bit. You know, what was it last week? Five-nothing at one point for a little while? I mean, they hung in there. But ultimately what happens is their offense has nothing it's a rookie quarterback that's, yeah, he's a rookie. Plus, he's not overly talented in any way. So it, they just they melt, they fall apart. And I just think that's what'll happen again here. You know, it'll probably be 10 3 in the middle of the second quarter. But then after that, it's night night. Texans go to bed, and I'm going Rams 34 13. I still, you know, they're one of the best teams in football. Uh, and uh, I like watching them play, too. They're one of my favorite teams to watch right now. 42-14
1: Rams and I may take them as a best bet again. Fourteen and a half yeah. against the Texans. I just don't believe in the Texans whatsoever. Now Tyrod Taylor has returned to practice coming off of injured reserve. The twenty one day period is open, but I, I don't think you bring him back for this game. You bring him back for a game that you think you may win, like next week. Wait, is next yes, next week against the Dolphins. Mm. You save Tyrod Taylor for that one, not this that one. Would I that would scare me. Yeah. I, I I predict that they will win just enough games to screw up their shot at the number one overall pick because Tyrod Taylor will help them win some games against teams they could beat. Yeah. The Rams Agreed. are not a team no. that the Texans will beat. All right. This is a great game. Mm-hmm. The Titans at the Colts. The Colts are one-point favorites against the team that just beat the Chiefs and the Bills in back-to-back games six days apart. Titans go on the road to Indianapolis, but the Indianapolis Colts have won three out of four over under 51.
0: Will the Colts make it four out of five, Chris? I'm going with the Colts. I am. I just think, Ooh. yeah. You know, I've, I've been impressed for the last four weeks with the way the Colts are playing, even in the loss against Baltimore. You know, we've, we've talked about it a lot, but – uh, I just think they got something going on the offensive side of the ball. I think Carson Wentz has finally settled in. Jonathan Taylor's a superstar running back. Uh, they they really got a little bit of everything to offer on the offensive side of the ball. T.Y. Hilton, his health status. I don't know, Pete, if you could help me out there maybe before we get done with this whole conversation there. Um, I, I would be interested a little bit. But either way, I do love Frank Reich's game planning. It's aggressive on the offensive side of the ball. And... You know their their defensive line has been kicking some kicking some ass. It has, and the way they play defense with as many eight man fronts, I, I I think they can slow down the the uh, the Titans offense in that attack. I'm gonna go Colts 28 24. I
1: got the Titans, so that's four. Yeah, already, yeah. On which we disagree. This is the AFC South Championship for the Titans. If they win this one, they have a four game lead. As a practical matter, because they'd have the tiebreaker, it'd be three games plus the tiebreaker. So four games would have to be made up by the Colts in the final nine, and that's not happening. Think back to any time you've rooted for a baseball team down the stretch of the season. If you're out four games with nine left, you're done. So uh, I I, I like the Titans, um, and I think they've learned from losing to the Jets. They've learned from getting blown up by the Cardinals. And what you do is you undermine, you disrespect, you dishonor your accomplishments against the Bills and the Chiefs if you stub your toe against the Colts and open up the AFC South race to them. The Titans are going to be driven, they're going to be focused, they're going to be motivated. And I picked, I picked that they'd lose to the Bills, I picked that they'd lose to the Chiefs, I'm not going to go... Three in a row not believing in the Titans because this is the one of the three that I would think they would win and I think they will win. So we now disagree on four. You are either going to be back in this thing and alive, or I am going to be kicking your ass all over the place or it's going to be a push which is entirely possible the more in which we disagree the greater the chance it's just going to be you know two to two three to three whatever the case may be and we split them all but we'll see what happens there let's go to MetLife Stadium where the Cincinnati Bengals are 10.5 point favorites against the Jets with a 42 over under 93 percent of the spread bets are on Cincinnati according to points bet I assume we're both taking the Bengals and I assume we're both going to. Believe that they cover when Mike White, who exactly is the starting quarterback for the Jets? I
0: I was actually surprised when I looked at it. I went, just it's only ten and a half. Like, yep. I mean, I I don't know. You know, again, the Jets defense. I got, I got, I still got respect for them. You know, yeah, they lost control last week. Of course, Zach Wilson got hurt. I mean, Bill Belichick. I, 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 you know, they kept the gas on the pedal. I think he's still sticking it to the Jets for what they did. You know, to him twenty three years ago or whatever. Gas on the uh, pedal. Yeah, uh, is that what I said? Pedal on the gas. <laughs> is that what I said? Gas on the pedal. I didn't even gas know gas on the pedal. All right. Well, Simsism. But, um, but the Sims-ism. the Bengals. I'm gas so. I'm just impressed with the football team. I, I there, there's there's nothing else to say. They're good everywhere. They're they are good everywhere. They are here to stay. The defense. I, I, I just can't imagine the Jets moving the ball consistently at all versus Bengals defense and then on the other side of the ball there might be some stale points here and there I mean the Jets got some pride but either way I just the Bengals are too talented and their offensive line is coming along that's the other thing too and man if they get to this offensive running game going to where you really got to respect it they're going to be almost unstoppable on the offensive side of the ball I just think you know, a little bit like what you just said with the Titans. Like, I just think the Bengals are like, they're going like this. They're like, wait, we're figuring out how to win. We're battle tested. We got talent and I'm going 31, 10 Bengals. Great teams beat good teams and
1: great teams don't stumble against bad teams. They beat the crap out of them. I was going to say the other word, but I don't want Kristen to have to. I know poorly, Kristen, you know, two yeah. things I said in this segment, right? But and and I think the Bengals will look at this spread and say, "What the hell? We should be twenty point favorites. Like it's a sign of disrespect that they're not bigger favorites. I'd be pissed off. I and you know it's the only occasion where you could be truly pissed off about only being a ten and a half point favorite is they should be fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. It's Mike White, and and it's Joe Burrow. Come on." I'm already telling you, it's going to be one of my best bets. Mark it down: 35-17, and it could get worse than that. The Bengals are learning to fly, and they are going to soar all over the Jets. No pun intended. They are going to destroy the Jets. I will be stunned if it's close, Chris. Yep. we got to take a break. Okay, let's take all a right, break. We got to take a break. Yeah. that's it. Cool. I guess we we talked. We talked. That's Pete's way of Good saying talk. we talked too long Good in the talk, first talk. segment. The late afternoon games are coming up, including Jameis Winston getting a shot at revenge against the Buccaneers. We'll do that next on this joint collaboration of PFTPM and Chris Sims Unbuttoned. Justin and so good. Thousands of summer deals at your Nordstrom Rack store. Save up to 60% on new arrivals from Vince, Rag & Bone, Adidas, Joe's, Marc Jacobs, and more. Great brands, great prices every day at Nordstrom Rack. But hurry for first dibs. Get your summer favorites up to 60% off at Nordstrom Rack today. Great brands, great prices. That's why you rack. PFTPM, Chris Sims Unbuttoned presented by Under Armour, the late afternoon games for Week 8. And we begin with the New England Patriots taking on the Chargers. Last year, the Patriots went to SoFi Stadium. They had two games five days apart. They blew out the Chargers and then got dismantled in yeah. prime time by yeah. the LA Rams. But forty five nothing was the score. Bill Belichick praising Justin Herbert as one of the great young quarterbacks in the NFL. Chargers five point favorites against the New England Patriots who blew out the Jets, 54-13 to
0: 13 on Sunday, over under 49. Chris, who do you like in that one? Yeah, this is an interesting matchup. I think the Patriots really match up well with the Chargers. I mean, again, there's a reason they blew them out 45 nothing last year. Uh, and, again, I know it's a different year and there's a lot of different players, but there's still a lot of same players too. Uh, you know, what I worry about for the Chargers a little bit is the same old thing. I mean, their run defense is the worst in football. It's not even close. It, it's not like they've played, like, you know, a bunch of running quarterbacks and had to deal with all of that. It, it's just basic run plays. They can't stop it. Pulling guard, 10 yards, boom. You know, toss, crack, sweep, 25 yards, boom. The the, the, the Patriots have gotten healthier up front on the offensive line. They ran, they've run the ball two weeks in a row pretty damn well. And I think they've found some ways to make some big plays in the passing game. You know, I I just can't imagine they won't keep it close. And then, of course, the Patriots' defense is good. And I don't know if the Chargers' offense can run the ball good enough to really make the Patriots not play pass all the time. I'm making this one of my little upsets of the week right here. I'm going with the Patriots. I'm going to go Patriots 27-24 on the road. In totality, yeah, I don't think they're a better team than the Chargers, but in this matchup, I think they are better. Uh, this is a tough one for me for the Chargers. That's why I'm going to ride the Patriots. I think last week uh, got gave them a little bit more mojo.
1: I think the bye week makes a huge difference here, and it gave Brandon Staley, the coach yeah. of the Chargers, a full week. To get ready for this one and he understands the x's and o's he understands he the matchups he understands how to crack a code and he's got a better team from a talent standpoint and clearly a better quarterback in justin herbert i think the chargers find a way to exercise the demons from last year it was a different coaching staff if it was the same coaching staff i'd say the outcome's the same this time around we get the Chargers to 5-2 and two after they lost in disappointing fashion to the Ravens entering their bye. That bye week is big for me. I, I don't know that I would have felt this way last week, but I feel this way this week. Chargers win 30-23. to 23. What are we up to now? Six or five? How many do you five, disagree five. on? Do we have X to five? We have to five. The All right. Yep. Let's go to the next game because that may push our disagreements to six. The mm. Jacksonville mm. Jaguars coming off of a bye week at Seattle. Seattle's only a three-point favorite yeah. with an over half. Chris, you taking the home team or are you I, taking the Jags? Well, listen, I,
0: I have a feeling you're going Jags. I do, and, and I understand it. I mean, the Jags are every bit as talented, if not more talented, than Seattle. I mean, that, that's plain and simple. And, I mean, again, Seattle, you could take the team, other team, off the field, and they'll be like – we're gonna just try to make it a one score game. You know. What, there's nobody out there? So we just want the ball in the fourth quarter with a one score game. Oh well, I mean they're they're annoying Seattle. I don't know what to say it. You know, I don't. You know, I mean Geno Smith, I wish he would improve his body language. I didn't love that the other night. But damn, they could help improve it too and do something. Open up the fucking offense, Seattle. Like what oh. the Yeah. What the it's almost like they go out of their way to go, wait, DK and Tyler Lockett are our best players. How can we cancel them out of the game plan and get into a one-score game? <laughs> I mean, it's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I either Having said that, it's still in Seattle. Seattle, yeah, they, they still are a little bit more battle-tested. I don't know. I kind of look at this as like Jacksonville will find a way to mess this up. It's a rookie quarterback up in a tough spot. They do a lot of different crap on defense, so I'm going to go Seattle 20-16, to 16, but I can totally see the logic of taking the Jaguars here.
1: And I am, and I'm sticking with the score from last time, 23-20, Jaguars. They got a boost. They got some confidence. I heard it in Trevor Lawrence's voice immediately after the win over the Dolphins. And yeah, it's still Seattle, but you know what? It isn't going to be nearly as loud. Some of the 12s are going to find something else to do on a Sunday afternoon on Halloween than go be disappointed for three hours by a team that is two and five and sinking fast with no Russell Wilson. And when you talk about this whole, keep it close in the fourth quarter crap, that's a recipe for nine and eight, eight and nine, seven and 10 at best. I remember when Brad Childress used to coach the Vikings that way. Let's just keep it close until the fourth quarter and hope it goes our way. Well, one week it will one week. It won't. And you're going to be hovering around 500 and that's not where you want to be. The Seahawks, are, are really going to have a mess on their hands. Russell Wilson's going to want out. Pete Carroll could be done. The people are already starting to to line up at the door. The, uh, the, the and and it's just not good. It's not good and it's going to it's going to be bad. You're going to have the same record between the Seahawks and the Jaguars after this game. Yikes. Well, wait, the Jaguars will yeah. actually have a better record well, it's yeah, up to 2 have, and 5 because they've had a right, week off. Right. So, uh and the Chargers are going to uh, I mean the Chargers, the Seahawks going to go into their <laughs> bye. I was looking at the sheet and I saw Chargers. Seahawks are gonna go into their bye two and six, based on my prediction, and that is not good whatsoever. All right, let's move on to a couple of desperate teams. Two and five Washington football team. Three and four Denver Broncos. In Denver, mile high, three point favorites, forty three and a half over under. Chris,
0: do the Broncos end their four game losing streak? I, I I can't say they will. I can't. You know, again, the the offense is too blah for me. There's nothing there. I don't have any faith in Teddy Bridgewater at this point. I don't. Washington's defense has got it going a little bit. You know, they they pressured Aaron Rodgers last week a bunch. Uh, I I I I think you know again, and it's not like the Broncos' offense is that schematically creative. To where I just go, oh, well, they'll be able to take advantage of some of the things Washington does on defense. No, I I don't. And, you know, what adds it to me, too, is the Broncos, Yeah, you know, they haven't been pass-protecting well. Teddy doesn't play well when he's not protected. And even when he is protected, he leaves a lot of plays to be had out there on the field. So I just can't get behind that. Now, you know, the other side of the ball, yeah, Denver's defense is beat up. They are. I mean, they've been disappointing. You saw Cleveland run it down their throat last week. I think Washington will be able to run it good enough, and Heineke will make a few plays. And I think this is a week, yeah, that Washington can pull off this type of victory and win it. I'm going to go Washington 27-24 on the road. And we got another disagreement. the Broncos
1: 24-17. Let's let it ride, baby. That's up to seven now. Are we at seven, seven. Pete? Are you we keeping are at, track? Is it seven? Yep. Wow. Whoa. And every game in the four o'clock window, while we're getting ready to do the pregame show, we're going to be watching these games very carefully because so far three out of three, we disagree. I just think that, you know, this is just the mentality of it's time. There's a desperation there. They are hitting the panic button. They made trades this week to try to make the team better. They're trying to get wins while they can. And this is one of the ones that you look at on the schedule and say, the Broncos can do this one. And I, I think the factor of being at home, The elevation, you know, that's a very real thing. You you know the difference between playing at sea level and playing at mile high altitude. I, I just I think this sets up for the Broncos to get a win Because if they're not going to get the lawnmowers started now, I don't know when they're going to. And they're trying their damnedest to make it happen. So I think Teddy settles down. The offense settles down. They may get Jerry Judy back this weekend, which would be big. I think they are expecting him back after that week one ankle injury against the Giants. I'm going Broncos. It's gut feel. It's gut feel across the board. And our guts are on. You know, we've said many times this year we spend way too much time together. Maybe not. Because we are disagreeing left and right this yeah, week. I, let's I, see if I, it continues. Yeah.
0: I pulled the trigger to let's, get my gut to change and flip over. I said, the hell with my damn well. gut. <laughs>
1: let's let's see if it continues. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, five-and-a-half-point favorites at the Saints. They, uh, they beat the Seahawks but did not look great offensively, at least from the standpoint of scoring points. Over-under is 50. Last year, the Saints swept the Bucks in the regular season. Will the Saints continue that trend this year? The the
0: Saints match up well with the Bucks in a lot of areas. If the Saints passing game was at a little bit of a better level, higher level, however you want to describe it, I'd give them a fighting chance here to pull off an upset. I would. You know, yeah, at home. Uh, you know, again, the Bucks, their biggest. I mean, we know Brady and the weapons. But the other thing the Bucs really do to you is they maul you up front on both sides of the ball. You're not going to maul the Saints. The Saints are right up there with them in the mauling department, and that allows them to be play pass coverage and do different things that way, as far as at least slowing down Brady and company in the pass game. But I just can't get behind, you know, like you talked about, Jameis, the the receivers. Uh, you know, there's just a lot of newness there on that offensive side of the ball. Drew Brees has discussed it a few times on Sunday Night Football too. You know, yeah, it's it's receivers getting used to the system. It's a new tight end, you know, being asked a lot of, in Jawan Johnson. So uh, I think they hang around and are kind of a pain in the butt for the Bucks. But ultimately, I'm going Bucks. The same score you are, twenty-seven seventeen. I just saw you yes. have that in the sheet there already.
1: Yeah, I just don't think offensively Jameis Winston can take this team where it needs to be. And you go against a team that can neutralize the run or at least slow it down, Winston can't pick it up. And you made the point this week, and it's an excellent one. In that short passing game, Winston is not nearly accurate enough. Yes, he brings the potential to get the ball down the field. And I just detect in his body language when he's out there during a play, he's looking for the option down the field. He wants to throw it down the field. And he almost feels like he's settling for those short passes, but he's missing the short passes and I don't know that a short week is enough traveling home from Seattle facing a Buccaneers team that is coming in feeling very good about itself and very conscious of the fact that it was swept last year you know Brady is 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 rectifying all of his regular season failures from a year ago look at what he did to the Bears and look at what he's going to do to the Saints and I think it could be worse than 27-17 um, but uh, we agree, we finally agree on one with the exact same score, let's take a break the primetime games, including some memories of the original Hail Mary, I have a feeling we're going to see the video of it, PFTPM Chris Sims Unbuttoned, back after this Welcome back PFTPM, Chris Sims Unbuttoned presented by Under Armour, this is the point in the show where Chris tells you a little bit more About his partnership with Under
0: Armour. Oh, yeah. Under Armour has been great to me, great to us. We're uh, happy to have him as a sponsor. But we are supported by Under Armour. And just like us, Under Armour wants to give you an edge. Just like Forio and I are trying to give you a betting edge right now. They are focused on performing better and taking their game to the next level. Like Florio has been in his picks. He's been next level. I have not been. Everything from running shoes that propel you forward to hoop shoes that give you insane grip. They even make hoodies that reflect energy. We're just not about the end result, winning or glory. Under Armour is about the hard work, the dedication, the cycle of training, competing, and recovering. We give you advantages, but no shortcuts here. Got to do the work. The only way is through. Last
1: night on PFTPM, Miles Simmons and I each had Under Armour gear on. I don't today. I won't mention the manufacturer of the thing that happened to be the cleanest and the closest that I grabbed on the way upstairs, but we move forward. Sunday Night Football, Dallas Cowboys, one-and-a-half-point favorites. It's moved a little bit. Maybe people don't think Dak Prescott's going to be back. At Minnesota, over under 55, the highest of the week. Halloween night, Sunday night football, back at the site sort of of the original Hail Mary, although it was in Bloomington. This is downtown Minneapolis. Chris, Cowboys or the Vikings? Who do you have in
0: Well, okay, first off, I mean, again, we don't know the status of Dak Prescott doing this on a Thursday late morning, right? So I'm, I'm picking it as if, as if I think Dak Prescott's going to play, all right? Uh, I think this is going to be a really fun, interesting game. You know, the first thing I want to say is this is the most balanced offense the Cowboys have had to play all year. And their defense, again, it makes plays. It makes plays. But I don't know if it's necessarily going like to stone-cold stop any great offenses in football. Yeah, they got to play the Bucks early on in the year. But the Bucks are pass-heavy, and we're pass-heavy in that football game specifically. This one's a different animal a little bit. I think Minnesota's offense will make a lot of big plays on the Cowboys' defense. I expect that. The problem is I think the Cowboys are going to make a ton of big plays on Minnesota's defense as well. I mean, Minnesota's not great at stopping the run. The Cowboys are in the conversation for the best run team in football. And, of course, we know the weapons they got on the outside. Uh, I think it's going to be somewhat of a shootout. I'm going to go with the Cowboys 35-31 basically in, like, one of those games where they win because Minnesota had to settle for a field goal one drive and the Cowboys didn't. And that's where the difference of the game will be to me, and I'm going Cowboys. I'm going Cowboys 28-24,
1: so I don't see the same level of point scoring that you do. But I think that we both should say right now, we reserve the right to change our pick on Football Night in America if for some reason Dak Prescott isn't playing. Of course. Because if he's not playing, I'm picking the Vikings. Yes, and, agreed. And so, agreed. I'm not, I'm, I've am never considered changing my pick. Never, me like neither. Like everybody else gets to make their pick live, and they can change their mind up until the minute they say it. Yeah. We lock in on Thursday. Yep. But I think this week especially, we have the, the freedom to change our minds if Dak Prescott isn't playing. Agreed. So, uh, Agreed. We, yeah. may, we may pick different teams come Sunday night, 100%. so we agree on that yeah. one. Yeah. Let's move to Monday night. New York Giants at the Kansas City Chiefs. The Chiefs are nine-and-a-half-point favorites against the Giants team that showed a little fight in beating the Panthers. Surprised us. The the fish no longer stinks as bad as it did last week. The Chiefs, though, the fish is stinking uh, like like we haven't seen in years. Uh, let me go first on this one because yeah, I just go view ahead. this as the Chiefs are in a mode right now where when they get a chance to play a team that they are clearly better than, they know how to hammer that team into submission and they will. And it'll be methodical. And when we're done, we're going to see 38-17 as the final score. They're having a hard time beating the teams that aren't clearly below them from a talent standpoint. That's where they need some work. But this is like a confidence builder game for for the Chiefs and I think the Chiefs prime time this is a way for them to kind of get back on the right footing before the Packers come to town six days later and it may be a different story altogether
0: yeah I I, I mean I I agree with a lot of what you said there um the one thing I'll say I think a little bit is you know I, I think the Giants match up with them a little bit you know, in some areas. You know, I think the first thing I'll say is I think the Giants are, are pretty well coached on the defensive side. They play pretty smart coverages. They can break teams down pretty easily. You know, I always look at it and go, ooh, I, I, I like where, you know, they're at here. You know, again, it's not overly talented. I wish they had one more pass rusher, but Aziz Ojolari is really coming along and starting to pop up on like a weekly basis. I think they're going to hang around and be annoying. Now, the one thing that I think will dictate that a little bit to me is just the status of uh, the the injuries on the Giants, on the offensive side of the ball. I think that's where I'm a little scared at. You know, I know that Saquon Barkley, Sterling Shepard, Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony are working with trainers. Uh, it's a race against time. So it sounds like they're 50-50 as far as who's going to play. If some of those guys play – I think they can hang it around and keep it like a one-score game. If not, they're going to lose by 17, something of that nature. I'm right now going to say, like, we get a few of those guys in there. I'm going Chiefs 30 to 24. You know, If the Giants have a few weapons, they should be able to move the ball on Kansas City. I don't doubt that. And, you know, again, Kansas City, I don't think, has a good enough defensive line right now to really pressure Daniel Jones and company. I think that's what is a little scary to me, Uh, but either way, I'm going the Chiefs in a desperation-type game. All right, I got Chiefs 38-17, so we agree on
1: both of the primetime games, but we still have seven disagreements out of 15 games, our highest total of the year. When we return, we unveil our best bets and our Folsom Prison Blues pick. We'll do that when we wrap up this Thursday edition of PFTPM and Chris Sims Unbutton, presented by Under Armour. PFTPM, Chris Sims, unbuttoned, presented by Under Armour, best bets time of the week. After we disagree on seven games, will we agree on any of our best bets? Chris, you're up first. All right. Well, hey, first off, I mean, we got a
0: little time to spare. I want to know, like, what are we doing tonight
1: for the we're game? Gonna, what are we gonna do? We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna piss it all away you're gonna right p- now. Uh, the the twentieth anniversary of PFT is coming up on Monday, so we're gonna have a little gathering tonight out on the patio. Uh, to watch the game some of the folks who come over and watch the games we're going to hang out i got a nephew who's a huge cardinals fan unbelievable cardinals fan yeah thick and thin even when they weren't good a few years ago so uh, we're going to watch it outside we got we got four of those big heaters they actually weren't that expensive so we got four of them would have like a propane tank in them so we're going to fire those up and uh watch it on the tv outside
0: what's your nephew's name michael paul michael paul all right michael paul come on Uncle Mike's picking the Packers. So let's crap all over him tonight when we get that lead from the Cardinals. <laughs> Come on now, Michael Paul. You and me, baby. Here we go. All right, that sounds good, man. That sounds awesome. I like the heaters thing. You're going to go cigar cigar drink down. Cigar drink, Calm down. C- cigar, yes. drink tonight? Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Good. Okay. Yes. All right, good. You know me. I'll be daddy cigar and and drinky yes. drink too. Just don't um, sit on the beanbag. Uh, yeah, I know. Seriously, my hip is finally feeling better. All right, so that's good to know. All right. Um I got four best bets and I don't know where to go. I am tempted to take the 49ers bears game under. Cause I think it's going to be low scoring, but I'm going to be a wimp and scare myself out of that. The first one I'm going to go with is just, you know, the low hanging fruit of every week. Really? I'm going to go with the Rams. I am. Yeah. I, I, I just, I don't think that's enough points. You know, I, I think, you know, again, the Texans, I admire their defense and their toughness and how they play, but you know, there's only so long they can hold, and 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 again, I just think the the Rams are too damn good, and there's nothing that's going to scare their defense, and I just think they'll be able to play ultra aggressive and fly around the field. Uh, I got the Rams 34-13. That's my first best bet. After
1: all those disagreements, it's like the slot machine, and they're starting to line up Rams and Rams. So
0: we agree on that one. What's your next one? Gosh. I... I I mean, I, I know I don't even want to pick it because I feel like you're going to pick it, too. But I'm going with the, the bangles. I am. I mean, what? I just what? What?
1: Ten and a half. Ten what, and a yes. half.
0: What? I don't know. Am I missing something? Did the Bengals go out on a, like a, like a party binge and a crack cocaine binge this week? I don't know. <laughs> I, mean, so, I mean, I just don't so, understand so either, that. So
1: either they're smoking crack in Vegas or they were smoking crack in Cincinnati. <laughs> one it's of the one two. Or the other.
0: Something's going on. I don't know where that is, but yes, I'm going to go with the Bengals. I think <laughs> I, I feel like it's the, just the name, the Bengals is like stopping people from totally buying in yet. Uh, but yeah, I'm going there hundred percent. I agree with you. I, I
1: think that, that people don't yet believe in the Bengals, and that's what's kept the line low. I and after no. this week, the line won't be that low when they have another game like this. All right, I agree with you. That's it. We're, we're lined up. Are we going to hit the jackpot? What's I don't think we one? are.
0: We're definitely not going to hit the, the, the slot machine here because I'm going the Patriots. You know, I got the Patriots as, as one of the, my my upsets of the week. I think they match up well with the Chargers At the very least, yeah, I got them winning, but I do think five points is a little too much for me. I mean, I think even if the Chargers win, I'm envisioning like a 27-24, maybe 28-24 type of football game. So Patriots are my third one.
1: And look, I hate to do this because we get accused of taking the chalk. But you know what? Anytime you're giving the other team double digits, you're you're going out on a limb. I think the Bills are going to obliterate the Dolphins. And everything lines up for the Bills. They had a week off. They're pissed off about what happened in Tennessee. They want to reestablish themselves. The Dolphins played in London and lost. Came home and lost a tough game to the Falcons. They have the Deshaun Watson distraction constantly hovering. And it's not going to be gone until this trade is over or not come Tuesday at 4 p.m. Eastern. I think the Bills are going to destroy the Dolphins. So give me the Bills, given 13.5 points. I got three best bets, and they're all double-digit point spreads, and I think they're all going to be busted by the favorite. All right, Folsom Prison Blues, for those of you who are new to this and where you've been, if you are, this is the one game that we would pick laying dead in the gutter, not dead yet. Somebody pointed out to me, if you're already dead in the gutter, you can't can't pick pick a game game because you're dead. We're
0: dying in the gutter. We have time to make one pick for this week. What is it? One pick that'll save our life, and that's where we'll go back to the well. And who who are the Texans playing is what I go to every week right now. (laughs) (laughs) And I'll go to the Rams. Uh, That's going to be my one.
1: I'll make it. I'll make it fun for a change. Since we usually always pick the same team, I'll go with the Bengals this week. Okay. I feel better about the Bengals beating the Jets than I feel about the Texans losing not to the Rams. Yeah, the Rams or whatever. it is. Right. That's it. <laughs> we they know, know who what we mean. Enjoy the games. See you next time. See ya.